The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Welcome to Brown Table Talk. I am DC Marshall, CEO and founder at diverseandengaged.com. I am a DEI thought leader and a LinkedIn top voice. And I am here with my co-host, Mita. Hey there, Mita. Hey there, friend. I'm Mita Malik. I'm a LinkedIn top voice, a business leader, a mom, and now an author. My book, Reimagined Inclusion, Debugging 13 Myths to Transform Your Workplace, is available on Amazon to pre-order right now. And you all know, if you've been listening, that Mita and I, we started Brown Table Talk as a place to spill the tea on the hard truths women of color face in their workplaces from my perspective as a Black woman and from Mita, her view as a South Asian woman. So here's how this all happens. At this table, we unpack it all. We don't leave any juicy details out, respectfully. And then we provide you with tips you need on not how to survive, but how to thrive in organizations wherever you are. Mita, what are we talking about today? Oh, friend, I almost called you about this, but I saved it for this table for Brown Table Talk. Stop rage applying for jobs. Stop rage applying for jobs. We're going to spill the tea. We're going to share some stories, leave some tips. I love D space because, you know, D, I'm obsessed with all these terms in the marketplace. Quiet firing, quiet quitting, loud quitting, loud firing. It's like <laughs> the great awakening. I could point that. But I just love it. I'm like obsessed with all these terms. I'm like, because it, it really is a reflection of what's happening in the workplace today. And then, as you say, a lot of these terms are not meant for us. But let's get into it, friend. Let's get into it. Um, so the Wall Street Journal had a piece titled, You Are Rage Applying for Jobs and Recruiters Are On to You. So like, let's set the scene. This has happened to many of us before. It's happened to me early in my career, right? I got some negative feedback from my boss. I have bad review. Go back and listen to that episode we did on what to do when you get a bad performance review, what that means. And all of a sudden you're like, I'm underpaid. I got passed up for promotion. They gave D that assignment that was mine. I hate this place. I can't be here anymore. And then you, you're like, you know, LinkedIn, easy apply, go into a D. You just like apply for all these jobs. I've been there mm-hmm. and I've done that. But it can also backfire on you, right? When you are just kind of mindlessly applying for jobs. But yeah. have you heard of this, D? What's your reaction to this term? You know what? I, I think whenever... My initial reaction, whenever there is a term, it's I'm always at the place of what's the agenda and who is this? I knew it. I was waiting for it. I'm telling you before I could, because now they keep coming. So I'm always with, you know, what's the source? Who is the source? Where did it come from? And who is it serving? So, yeah, because you know I thought about. Go ahead. You know what? The narrative, what just occurred to me is the narrative is so important. And I think we're living in a time now where, yes, the narrative, who owns the narrative of 
experiences and we have to be really mindful. If we were in other spaces, you know, media is just in a whole different place. So yeah, so my it's it's coming from that. Well, let me yeah. tell you, because this will shed some light. So I've been in many different spaces and places now. I'm an executive. I've worked in many different companies, as you know. And there was a time when I worked for the boss who did not wear a Prada. She she wore Chanel. We talked about her before. Okay. It was a okay. tough, tough moment for me. I had a spreadsheet. I think I had applied to over 30 jobs that year, but I was thoughtful about it. A spreadsheet. I was tracking where I was applying, right? I wasn't just okay. reapplying. Okay. That's there. Or could I go next? But here's what bothered me about this piece. I actually understand the rage applying because I actually understood the story, that moment where you feel so devalued at work. You're not recognized. Mm -hmm. They don't pay you fairly and equitably. Yeah. No one's valuing you. And you have that moment and you're like, I have to leave. Right. So there might be that moment that you start applying. But here's where I was like, "Mm -mm. wait till I read DC Marshall, this piece. Oh, Oh, Go. Okay. Recruiters say they are catching on to rage appliers and quickly tossing them to no piles. Red flags include sloppy mistakes. Listen to this. One staffing, I can't even say this without laughing because I'm like, is this real? I think it's real. One staffing pro told me about an applicant uploaded a receipt instead of a resume. Let me tell you all, you heard it all here first. Mita Malik does not have the privilege of uploading her Starbucks grande chai tea latte with extra whipped cream on top. Her receipt no instead of her no resume. Phone. No phone. Do you think I have the privilege? What? Hold oh, the bleep is worth it. What? You upload a receipt instead of your resume? Because, but there, there's some privilege in that. I am sorry. I am sorry. Mm. How I show up the first time matters. And members yep. a lot. Oh, yeah. And it's, oh, yeah. Right. I mean, are, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Generic or missing cover letters. I think we'll, we'll talk about cover letters. I'm not sure. I have mixed feelings about cover letters. But are you kidding me? Who is uploading receipts instead of a resume? Like, uh, this is just giving, I don't know, it's, it's giving something some things that I probably shouldn't say. You know why? Because here's what I hear. The narrative is coming from human resources and recruiters, recruitment, human resources. And you see, I get a little twerk, a little twitch in my neck. And with all due respect, I know this isn't for everybody, but there's something about human resources labeling and framing and languaging experiences right now. And because it places an additional, I think, hardship and challenge that already is complicated in HR. What am I talking about? Human resources is a place where a lot of of our issues sometimes start or live what, what kind of issues, D.C. Marshall? Hiring, discriminatory practices, um, labeling, right? Like, again, if you think about things like not culture fit, that can, that, that's, that's labeling for people who don't fit in. And so, and, and so a lot of that comes up for me here in why can't it just be people made mistakes or somebody made a mistake and uploaded a receipt? It's a sloppy one. 
But now we have to have buckets and labels and terms. When you have buckets and labels and terms, in some spaces, it could be harmful to an already complicated environment when it comes to when it comes to us. Because guess what? Brown Table Talk is about black. Let me just talk from my black self. okay? because if it's not if if you're wondering right now, what what exactly is she talking about? I'm talking about already the challenges that exist right now that start with human resources from interview panels to hiring to can I even get, uh, you know, my resume review to even get in the door to even get, you know, again, an interview with the hiring manager or get past the gatekeeper and then the interview panel and then the decision and then even the hiring and compensation package. And then a lot of issues for, I'm going to say black people, I'm speaking as a black woman right now. And so that's why I am, you know, responding the way or feeling probably the way that I do about human resources and the language of rage applying. It's dangerous when the labels come and put people in buckets. That's why we're here. We're going to debunk them. We're going to deconstruct. We're going to take on all these new terms. That's what we're here to do. But D, just like you said, Black and brown women, we don't have the privilege to upload our Starbucks receipt instead of a resume. Who? What? No. I'm checking that thing seven times. And as an executive now, I'm not getting my next job off LinkedIn. That's not how it works anyways. But if you are more earlier in your career, mid-career, and there are roles and you're applying for things, or some companies have you know, still really outdated systems where you have to do the actual application, uh, no. Nobody I know. Nobody I know is uploading a Starbucks receipt accidentally instead of their resume. Not happening. And it was one example. One, one, once, and now it's rage. Now it's rage. Versus, 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 actually, okay, here's what's coming up for me now. It's rage versus, rage is the response, versus we should really think about what's happening with current interview pool candidate pool that we're seeing a lot of things that are that are not unusual and and what could that point to like can we just practice a little bit of um I don't know I think using discretion about how we're yes. handling people we are you do you know you see what I mean I like don't go negative and don't go rage but can we like let's just let's just talk about life. If, if we're in HR if you and I are in HR with a because that's where the issue is right he's yeah. like you know what Nita What's going on over at your company, XYZ? You know, we should get together. We should get together. We can't wait for the next conference or the shroom conference or whatever. We should just talk about, like, what are you seeing? That's, what are you seeing, me? <laughs> like, no, we're not waiting for the conference. Let's get together with five of our other HR buddies, okay? So all of our HR buddies, if you're here, can y'all go over to LinkedIn and just say, hey, D, I'm here and I'm listening but can we all just get together? And actually, let me put my coach hat on for for all HR right now. How you're going to distinguish yourself is to have and facilitate that kind of conversation to say, you know what? I really want to gather some of my peers and think about what is happening and the state of um, applicants right now. Like, yes. and, and I'm going to tell you this: you could you could even be the thought leader and name the season, call the season. One of the things Diverse and Engage did. Um, many years ago as we started to do an environmental scan of our industry, our profession, and started to nicely unpack and package um, across industry and sector, across the private sector, the public sector, what's being said about DEI, uh, and then the diversity tipping point, which we coined as a, to yeah. give 
corporation's language to more respectfully talk about the period of time that was as a result of, um, unfortunately, the murder of George Floyd. But what we're not going to do is haphazardly in business talk about the murder. We'll talk about the diversity tipping point. So what am I saying, HR, is get together and be, you know, challenge and, and take the contrarian view. Do you see that as a thought leader? Baby, this is some good coaching that's happening right now. I'm, I'm going to just, I'm gonna just can I say yes, yes, yes. Rewind, take rewind and you, H, H, my HR buddies here, take the contrarian view. Don't go along with race. Say, you know what? I really want to gather. And then you could write the thought leadership piece on opposite to rage applying and say, I'm going to do a study. I'm going to do a focus group. I'm going to gather, right? Because here's the thing. Here's what I don't understand. I've been out of job. I've been out of work twice. I've had family members out of work. We've all gone through ups and downs with layoffs. I have a lot of good friends right now who are looking for their next opportunity. It's a tough market. You're supposed to apply for as many jobs as possible that are the right fit so you get your next job. How is right. But how is it? So, so the Starbucks receipt, cover letters missing. I don't know what a cover letter does anymore. That's that's cover letters I feel like should be canceled. Canceled. In an age of LinkedIn, where LinkedIn is your digital resume, what do you need a cover letter for? Selling right. mistakes on resumes. Okay, fine. But the one thing the article does talk about, which I agreed with, was that you should, in your interview process, never, ever talk negatively about your current employer. We've talked about this on the podcast. You need to process that stuff before you show up, because if you have had issues and being in a toxic workplace, Dee and I have talked about that on many occasions, you need to start that healing process so you can show up and yeah. now you need to meet yeah. Potentially a new boss, new leaders, new employer. So that was the only thing I agreed with. Made sense, right? Yeah. Word to the wise, as you're all listening. I know sometimes, oof, you know, we take as as our uh, forever first lady says, Michelle Obama, take you take the high road. We take the high road, right? And so we take the high road, even if we're triggered or we want to say something. We take the high road, and we do not negatively talk about and name our past employers current employers in an interview process that you were actively oh my gosh is that happening everybody's happening that's happening did that the memo mm. who did that that's happening that that's happened i've interviewed candidates throughout the years who will you know too much a little too much salt there friend you don't you don't need to say all of that about your current employer yeah so you don't need you to- know me i'm always i'm always the coach on the, once we're complete i go into coach mode okay yes and once you leave my office i'll just say fyi never again when you leave never again oh it's you a never again say the name of your i'm telling you i go into the mode and i'm gonna I'm well gonna you always do i get messages from you all the time i know i'm gonna help you out don't you ever i interviewed a guy and this is when i worked with new york time and he came in with the with his with his i'm like he didn't come in with anything to write with. And this was a long time ago, not today, but a long time ago. He came in with his phone. He didn't have anything that looked like he was there for a job interview. And so I interviewed him. He, he was a genius. His name is Omar. It, Omar, if you're listening, because I hired him, but not before I was pissed. Okay. I was ticked off. And he didn't have anything to write with. Omar, where's your and binder? I, where's your notebook? I, right. And then, but this is why I was also annoyed. One, because he needed to. But also because 
I he could do the job and he was it. But my two colleagues who were not black women, they were not women of color. And I already knew the filter mm-hmm. through which they would receive. You see that that he wouldn't get a pass. They would be the ones perhaps that would say, you know, might use the frame rage applying or let's just say not prepared for an interview. So I wanted to help my my colleagues. Right. My my WG girlfriends, Sarah, who was smart and genius. But Sarah was no nonsense. And so she's going to say, no, D, he didn't have a thing to write. So I'm like, oh, I'm like. I'm like, it's a fight with Sarah because we have lunch plans and we're going to get a manicure. So I don't need her to be talking about this while we're getting our mani. Okay, so let me help you out so Sarah doesn't wear me low about. But D, he didn't have anything to fight with. So, and when I left, I sent my assistant back with a pad and pen to give to him. So when Sarah comes in he's prepared so you see i was annoyed so you should tell them don't say anybody's name don't i have i have done that privately and quietly most employers don't want you to right many large fortune 100 companies they don't want you to be giving candidates feedback everyone has different oh protocols with legal right so that's the other thing the linkedin podcast network is sponsored by tiaa In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing, new currencies come and go, decades of savings lost in days, all showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee, quite simply, isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life, a promise that pays off. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. Hi, I'm Tomer Korn, LinkedIn's Chief Product Officer. On my podcast, Building One, we dive deep into what it takes to build great products. Recently, we had Zach Perret, the CEO of Plaid, and he shared about his struggles building a financial app for consumers and how he was able to turn it all around with a critical pivot. Take a listen. I personally couldn't resonate as much with the consumer set that we were trying to reach. I just didn't have that level of empathy. When we made the shift to building a B2B product though, I was building the product that I wanted. My co-founder and I were creating the product that we wanted ourselves, and we had so much empathy for what that product was. Such a great insight. You know, in that sense, we got lucky because we were were creating a thing for ourselves. And then the people that we were talking to also had the same problems we did. They were fintech developers. We'd been a fintech developer. uh, We'd been trying to build a fintech product for a year. and so. We had such deep empathy. We had such a clear ability to... If you want to hear more of Zach Perret's story and the lessons that follow, listen and subscribe to my podcast, Building One. But that should be canceled. Let's stop right here. I didn't know that was still happening. Nope, that's canceled. It's still happening. That's it's still happening, D. That's canceled. Because why is that harmful? And does do we need to take this into another show? Because I'm annoyed about that. Like, some of this stuff is so antiquated. Feedback, in fact, in fact, Mita... This is another show because that is one of the, I think, the biggest critique and yeah. also need when it comes to, um, let's say, candidates that are not selected for jobs, for business, mm-hmm. for, should we say, for access and opportunity. Yeah. So you yeah. didn't get it. We're in a whole other space. Everybody stay with us. Stay with us. Follow this. Follow. This is the biggest critique because if you don't get an opportunity, 
but you don't know why. Oh, and there's a rule that you can't even tell them why. Then there's that's a flag on the field. There's so much to unpack here. But, but it's flag. true. It is true. I have been in many yeah. positions over the years leading big teams where I have been told I cannot give the feedback to the candidate by legal. And so I might do it in another way. I might do it over like if they want to call me oh, and I know the call's not being recorded, right? I'm not going to do it over email or a LinkedIn message. But you know what I love about the story you just shared? We are all an ally for somebody. We really are. Yeah. And so the fact that you flipped that notebook and pen Omar. to him, to Omar, <laughs> amazing. Like allies joining us. Thank you for being here. Think about that. Think yes. about that. Like if you're in an interview process and somebody negatively talks about their current employer or they do or say something that you're like, huh, unwritten rule, you shouldn't do that. Pulling them aside. You know, I know you're about to go meet with D. I might not mention that story. Here you go. Right. Why can't we do that? Like, why can't we just pull people aside? You know, that's yeah. it's like and just to, with kindness. Yeah, that's good. That's a good I love ally. That you shared. Yep. I think some of the stories could have been shorter to make impact. You're going to go meet my colleague D right now. And so, you know, if you could yep. if you could get to three, four and five quicker, that would be great. Like, yeah. that's not cheating. That's just giving them advice. Their experience is their experience. Yeah. I think so many, too many of us think, or I've been trained, like, you don't want to give tips to the candidate. You don't, like, even giving Omar the pen or the the, the pad, people might have been like, oh, no, you know, you don't want to do that, right? Yeah, but but it is, right? We've been trained. It's like, no, no, it's not Shark Tank. It's not, I'm not going to mention the other show because that shows on okay. top of the show, but, you know. It's not like you're on, it's a contest or you're being judged. Like, we're all human. Help each other out. But you know what I heard you say? And again, this goes back to the very institution of business and how it has, how it started with who and how yeah. it evolved. You said we're trained or culture is trained not to, you're not supposed to help the. It's true. The, the candidate. Well, guess what? The majority population, let's call it the old boys network, they help each other. So for they them, they do. The boys network, the old boys network, right? If we just roll back the tape a hundred years, the very establishment of work and who was in the workplace was a helping and supporting. And even, you know, when you talk about things like golf, it was about men you know, on the golf course and helping. And then when women came into the workplace and people of color, do you see there had to be rules? Had to be rules. To manage. And so rules. when you say, when you reminded us of the rules that, you know, you're not supposed to help, do you see how it, I mean, it really amplifies the two different cultures. And if, again, if we just say old boys at work versus everybody else, women, and now I'm talking about women and every whether you are women, a woman of color, whether you identify as LGBTQ+, plus, as you identify perhaps as neurodivergent or able, disabled veteran, um, all of the others. So I just yeah, think that absolutely. is something to take into account about helping. But but actually, we're, we're helping. And by the way, allies, thank you for being here. I know you get a lot from this. So there's now the opportunity. Now that you know or have a bit of insight, oh, yeah. It is. We help each other. 
oh, wait, that's not happening. So now there's a way for you all to jump in and say, well, you know, just to really challenge the thought yeah. about helping. Let me, let me tell you, my my time is more limited now, but back in the day, and I still try to, if a friend or a friend of a friend is interviewing at my organization, I will do a briefing call with them awesome. the night before. This is not a cheat sheet. Listen up. This is not the SAT or the ACT or a standardized test. There's no cheat sheet I'm giving them. You're right. They, DC Marshall can come work in my organization is because of her yep. expertise, her track record of success, her background yep. experience. She's the only one who can get herself the job, but I can coach her and advise her. Make sure you bring a pen and a pad. Make sure, make sure this is an environment where you should show up with the suit on Zoom. You can wear the jeans underneath, put the blazer on, right? Yep. Just the small unwritten rules, the tips. Why can't we yeah. help each other out and tell each other that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or Mita or D, you know, talk about if I were you, I'd probably focus on these top three things because- you know, yeah. so and so the folks that you mentioned, they're going to be really interested in that. And so that's the kind of insight feedback. You're right. It's not a sheet. Yes. It's just the support. Um, Ooh. And it's not rage applying. Rage applying is canceled. Let's get to tips, D. Let's move on to our tip. All right. D, this was an awesome conversation. We always just run out of time, but here we are at the tips. I'm going to take us into one, which is this is why I love having these conversations with you. Quiet quitting, loud firing, all these terms in the marketplace, rage applying, canceled, canceled, canceled. We're here to interrogate who owns the narrative and who has started creating these terms and why. So always interrogate as we see new terms in the marketplace. D, over to you for two and three. Yeah, I would say for number two is for HR. So HR, listen, rewrite the narrative, reframe, All right. and look at the positive and, and really challenge the thought about rage applying and rewrite the narrative to something that can be used for good in a positive way. And for number three, um, this is for the allies. So as Mita was saying, it's not cheating. It's not cheating. It's not cheating. So whatever you can do to support, um, just know that it's it's helpful, it's support, and the individual will always stand on their own two, their own two feet. They'll stand on their resume, they'll stand on their credentials, and it is not cheating. So do what you can to support. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. We love you, Brown Table Talk community. Thank you to the LinkedIn Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this conversation, please share it with someone who needs it today. Please review and subscribe. And we will see you next time. Side effects of listening to Brown Table Talk may include allies unleashed, getting paid more, and a dose of badassery all the way around. More at www.browntabletalkpodcast.com.